you the news. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Naval Gazing, Valley Indie Podcast. My name is Eugene Driscoll. I'm an editor, reporter with valleyindie.org. It's an online newspaper covering Ansonia, Derby, and Seymour, Connecticut's lower Naugatuck Valley. So, this interview is with Jason Carlucci of the Do Drop In. It is an edited and condensed version of the interview I did with Mr. Carlucci during the Great Give back on May 5th. The Great Give was a 36-hour fundraiser for area nonprofits. 400, raised like $3.2 million, something like that. A lot of money, a lot of donors. Thank you to everybody who donated to the Valley Indy, all 201 of you. Very much appreciated. But, so I, I live-streamed and did like, I don't know, 22 interviews. I was live 21 hours of the 36-hour event. And in the very last hour, I had in Mr. Carlucci at the 7 p.m. hour. And why did I have him in? Jay does a lot for the community. And I like having the perspective once a year as I do all these great give interviews. You know, I do nonprofit leaders, local leaders. He's like the business guy. He gives you a sense of what it is to be a small business owner at this very moment in the Valley. And the last couple of years, obviously, have been extremely challenging for small business owners. COVID, now inflation. And we talk about that. Jay goes into that. It was an enlightening conversation for me because I don't, you know, we don't have a business writer or, or a business desk here at the Valley Indy. It's one guy. Tend to concentrate on what we can cover well, which is politics and breaking news, police fire, that kind of stuff. But so anyway, I thought I would... Uh, cut down the interview and, and get to the best parts. And I hope it's uh, entertaining because we also talk about sort of the craft beer craze that lifted the dew from sort of a hole in the wall, a little bit of an old man bar into this destination where you have to make reservations sometimes to get a seat there, which is a, just amazing to me because, by the way, the music you're hearing, it's from the bad slugs playing under me. The bad slugs ride the dinosaur. Just want to credit them. But... The Dewdrop gets a lot of press. I mean, I think they've been, they're on a podcast. Just since I interviewed Jay on May 5th, he was on a, a podcast locally, I think out of Shelton, some pint, pint of something or other, a pint, the pint, the pinters, the pinters kiss, pint of comics, pint, comics of pints. They uh, posted, went there and posted pictures uh, with uh, Scary Larry from, uh, from Derby. But, me and the Dewdrop go way back, other media outlets, other podcasts. I was going to the Dewdrop before Jay owned it. All right? Listen up. Because I used to work, uh, I was a police reporter slash web reporter in Danbury, but I lived in Derby, so I would come home every day at like by 2 or 3 o'clock, and, you know, I lived on E Street. Where do you go to? Where you, where, 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 where you, I got to, oh, my wife, I got I to gotta call my wife. But where do you go to uh, get something to eat or something like that? Uh, yeah, the Dewdrop was nice and close, so... I've seen it transform into what it is today. So, and I wrote the first story. I don't know if it was the first, but I wrote about the Dewdrop at some point when I was with the Hartford Current, about 2007, maybe 2008. I don't know. Wrote about their burgers. So, uh, you're welcome, everybody. The the whole uh, Dewdrop becoming popular because of me. Here's Jay Carlucci. All right, there, there we is. go. Looking better than ever. Not looking bad at, for not, almost 50. 
Not a day over 21, ladies and gentlemen. You know him. <laughs> the man, the myth, the legend. Jay Carlucci of the Do Drop In. Hey, Jay. Eugene, how are you? Can, uh, I, that, can I use your cell or no? Yeah. Sign, sign on to the video for me. Let me. I'm going to keep it near me while I do this. Just hearing Kenna, that was that, that. Yeah, that was spoken like a true wife. Kenna, what? Yeah, come oh. on, be low. What, is, what does he want? Leave me alone. Oh, he's talking to that Driscoll, that creepy guy yeah, from the bar ten years like ago. Did before, go to the Facebook and Valley Indian. Just hit to go live, and then just, and then bring it to me, please. So, like Jay, in years past, you know, you had uh, you you had uh, COVID to contend with. I did. I did last year and the year before in terms of running a business, not only running a business, but I actually ended up with a person ended up in the hospital for a week and a half. You did. I did. Yeah. Oh, I did not know that. Yes. Oh, what, do you have any lingering uh, effects from it? Uh, or you, I actually you? do. I have a few, a few lingering still hang, hanging in there. It doesn't want to let go of me. Oh, I am sorry to hear that, Jay. I had no idea. Oh, it's all right. It is what it is. You know, we at this point, I mean, I don't know too many people who haven't had it. So, yeah, that's right. Well, yeah, you, just me, because as you can see, I live in I, I live in my uh, my DJ booth uh, up the road from the dew drop here. So. I, I think it's I think it's the mustache that, you know, collects the, the particles as before they fly in your nose. And people don't know this. Fauci's got to know if you're just a complete dirtbag, you're totally uh, covid free. Nobody nobody's <laughs> getting it in, the, in, in my household, at least in the basement so far. Well, maybe before we go to that, because I was going to ask you just as a small businessman, how are things going? But. I just want to ask you a flat out if there's anything uh, you want to promote, any events, because I know you're a community minded guy. And over the years, you've had your uh, you've been involved with a lot of civic stuff. Do you have anything uh, you particularly wanted to talk about or any events that are coming up that you wanted to push? But we are doing a Real Life for Life, which is up in the first weekend of June again. So that's that's definitely the, the, the big one that always holds a big place in my heart. So that'll be the first weekend of June down over there and uh and the greens across from inline plastics and Shelton. So, which is always a great uh, family event to raise money for can uh, to fight against cancer. So, um, uh, other than that, you know, it's just uh, busy working right now. Family, you know how that goes. Yeah. I mean, these led lights, you'll probably get a kick out of this as the father of a daughter, you know, I, I mean, like I'm in my basement, right. I'm asking people to donate to, uh, I mean, God bless the Valley. Because where else is some guy sitting in his basement looking like I do uh, going to be able to raise fifteen thousand dollars? But it works here, you know, so uh, but I was kind of self-conscious. I'm like, well, I don't know. These YouTubers put up these damn lights everywhere. Let, let me try that. So I stole the LED lights from uh, for my daughter. I actually those are supposed to be in her room. <laughs> And I thought I was cool, but she saw me. She happened to see my wife had Facebook open and she started freaking out this morning. You know, she's in third grade that I stole her <laughs> LED lights to the point she came down here. And I thought it was going to get ugly because, you know, she's 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 a temper. I mean, she's just yeah. like, holy cow. I thought yeah. she was going to destroy my little backdrop here. But but luckily <laughs> she didn't. So how about, Jay, in just terms of, of, of being a small businessman, you know, like we were talking, you think back two years ago, how everybody was just flying by the seat of their pants uh, when all the lockdown orders went went into effect. And then you could do carry out and all that kind of stuff happened. I mean, that that seems like almost ancient history at this point. But what a what a wild uh, couple of years. Uh, how are you doing now in the current economy in the Valley? Yeah, I mean, we've talked before. I've talked to people. I mean, Dewdrop is always blessed with, you know, the amount of people that support us. So even through COVID, we, we held our own. 
just this though I'll, I'll tell you this uh it's a little different now that's for sure it, it, in some way this inflation business is is made it more difficult uh, not only for myself but for a lot of businesses uh uh the cost of running a business now is it's uh, unimaginable to be honest with you. it's insane to tell you the truth it's uh cost that I wouldn't I wouldn't expect for another 10 years if not more uh not only the cost of it but just the lack of being able to get product in uh equipment in you know some of this stuff you can't even get anymore some of it's 10 months out you never know it's 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 a little crazy it's it's definitely a lot more frustrating you know and uh a lot more difficult as far as uh where you want your where you need your final numbers to be to make sure you could you know pay your staff and keep overhead and be able to pay your bills and put some money in your pocket it's definitely more difficult um then actually then what it was when COVID and COVID they shut you down, but at least they came up with things that could help you out financially. Um, and at, at least the prices of things were where they should be where now things are just like, it's, it's insane right now, everything, anything and everything. And what are the types of uh, uh, price increases you're facing uh, as a bar restaurant owner? Like what, what, what are the, what's the big jumps? Cause I'm completely ignorant of it. Well, I mean, a, it starts with the food, you know, and, uh, at first, it was that everybody made a big thing about the wings, how much they gone up, and rightfully so. I mean, they they, they tripled; it was ridiculous. Um, but you know, little by little, you know, would would I know that I know we are, we do watch the news and we do pay attention, but I don't think really the communication is very limited when it comes to how it affects businesses, just as much as affects you know residents for that matter. So, but I mean, just like going to the supermarket, you know. A bit for a business, it's it's ten times worse and ten times more expensive. So everything from not just our wings, from lettuce to garlic to oil, the change of the oil, uh, you know, gas, electric, insurance, all of these, you know, things, uh, all these numbers that have to be factored into everything is just like you can't keep up. Um, I, I tell people I used to, I would look at my uh, every quarter, I would look at my food bills just to see that, just see see you know what increase went up, what, what's going on, if the price is changing anything, every quarter of the year. So four times a year, that was it. Now I have to look at them every single week, along with any other business for that matter. And you got to, I got to hold my breath and think like, okay, what, what's, what's going up this week? You know what I mean? Like what, what's going to, what's going to be this week? So what, am I going to get everything? Is it going to cost? What's the cost of it's going to be? Some things disappear for two weeks, then they come back and it's twice as much. It's, it's a little, it's, it's a, a lot of, uh, you know, adapting um, to it figuring out, okay, if I could get this, I can't get this. I have to bring in this. Or if I can't get this, I'm not going to, me personally, I'm not going to sacrifice my quality. So I have to figure out other ways to make it happen. So it's, it's a, it's a juggling act for sure. I, I guess the other thing I wanted to ask you about when we had talked last year, you had, you and Dominic Thomas, uh, the prominent land use uh, attorney uh, of the Naugatuck Valley. You were in front of the, the ZBA. You were in front of every board in Derby for for like a good year. It felt like, yeah, uh, with with plans to 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 sort of to reconfigure stuff and this that and the other thing. But uh, that was then you 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 decided. Uh, well, what's what, what what's the latest of that? I think we talked one time, but I don't I don't even remember what what happened. Yeah, with it. I mean it goes back to what I was saying before. This whole inflation thing. It's just a matter. It was just a matter of. At first, it was a matter of how much it was going to cost me, um, and it was the number was just like way astronomical, uh, way beyond what I thought it would be. Um, not that I didn't, I knew it wasn't going to be cheap, obviously, but uh, it was going way beyond numbers. The, the the cost of product 
and material was just insane. Uh, and not only that, the time frame in which I could get it was, it was almost impossible to put everything together. Um, I would have to put it into pieces and order it and then have to store it till I get, find a place to put it and keep it until I got the rest of it and this and that. And it just was, uh, it's an exciting idea. And I look, I, I am, but I needed to take two steps back and, and just say, okay, you know what, let's just uh, take two steps back. Let's let this settle down a little bit um, and see where we're at in the future. Unfortunately, this past year, it hasn't really settled as far as all this, you know, pricing and, and product availability is concerned. So I'm kind of, again, just, I'm just sitting back, you know, doing what I normally do at the, at the do drop. Um, and I think that in the future, I'll see what happens when I think that it's kind of back to reasonable terms where I, I, I want to be as far as the cost, uh, the efficiency and all that, then I will do some. I, in the meantime, I do have another idea that I'm sure every, soon enough, everybody will hear from. It's, uh, it's not as demanding as the, uh, the first idea was, that's for sure, when it came to all the blasting and all that stuff. Um, it, it's, it's a little more tighter up against the building sort of thing we're working on now. Um, you know, again, I'm not rushing it. No one really knows about it because I have no plans to, to show people just yet because I can't even get half of the stuff that I need <laughs> to put we're it together just, right now. Everybody. Yeah, I, I feel what you're saying here because we're all just sort of riding this bizarre wave because I, I, you know, it, it, not to get too personal. We like we refinanced my house. Mm -hmm. uh, we put in a new bathroom and then we're like, I, I need a new kitchen. I mean, my the, the floor is starting to crumble. You know, when you go into my kitchen and, and try to open the drawers, the, the draw, the, the, the face of the drawer just comes right off like it's literally falling apart. Yeah. So we're finally like, all right, come on, we got to do it. And it's like the prices are no, it's there's no way it's going to happen. So we're just trying to like you, we're just trying to ride it out and hope that this returns to sanity. And then I see yeah. headlines saying like, well, maybe this is the new norm, you know, and it's just like, oh, my, I don't even I don't even you can't, know. That, you can't, that, listen, you know, I love you and I know you, I respect what you do, but <laughs> oh, here we go. We got we got to. We got to stop. We got to stop listening to the headlines because what people say and, and the headlines and what actually is happening are two separate things, you know, and I hate to say this, but, you know, some and this has got nothing to do with you, but there's a lot of I don't want to say false information out there, but it's, it's just not truthful information. You know, it's, well, it's, it's it, great. The article I'm talking about, I, I'm just because there is like I think there's a pressure. And again, it is a, it, it's above me, so I can't speak from personal experience. Sure. But there, there, there does seem to be. Uh, especially when there's reporting on the economy on a national scale from the big publications. Yeah. It, it's just what the headline is like, what? And then the next day is something else. And then they contradict yeah. each other. There's no, it's whatever. They just, whatever they, whatever gist they need uh, in the mill. So I didn't even actually read that article. So I'm like, well, this just sounds whatever, but yeah. I know I, I, I get what you're saying there as well. I thought you were going to hurl some insult at the local media. Cause one thing it's like, no. I, will, I will, I will, I will, I will say Jay, like anytime, like, you know, I, I'm, I'm sort of vocal on the Valley Indie Facebook page a little bit. Mm -hmm. You know, if somebody starts uh, accusing me of being whatever, a, uh, a, 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 a liberal or whatever, a libtard or whatever they start calling me. Uh, and I, I'm always just like, what? Because, you know, I'm not even involved uh, politically. I don't, I'm not even a member of a party. But then nine times out of 10, you know, because I'm always like, if somebody really gets under my skin, I click his profile. And then <laughs> nine times out of 10, it's like mutual friends, Jason Carlucci. <laughs> and I'm like, well, so how does everybody, the entire Dewdrop family, everyone's, it's always, it's the, always the common denominator, which is, oh, Andrew Backlick just screamed fake news in the. Uh, get, oh, so I get, tell extra to join us. Get him in. 
Yeah, well, Backlick, uh, I don't even know how to get this to him. Backlick, uh, I, he's like off fishing. He lives on a lake all of a sudden. I know, I he lives him. a life. He lives a life. Get, he he, he put know. a couple of years in Derby City Hall. Everybody loved him. You know, he was like the saint of Derby. And he's like, ah, I'm out of here. I'm going to go hang out at the lake. I don't want to, you know, pebbles. Yeah. I did use his dog for fundraising uh, uh, promotion, though. I, I stole it off his Facebook page. So good, good, I guess good. I shouldn't complain uh, uh, that much. So, hey, listen, you it comes with our territory, right? I mean, I own a I own a bar or restaurant. So the stuff that is written is insane. It comes out and no, you're, I'm just like, what? I'm like reading it. And some of these things that people write, I'm like, what? I was like, oh, my God. I just scratched my head. I'm thinking, like, really? Is this what we've come down to? Like, seriously, you know? Um, so well, I, I didn't it. even think of that. Yeah. If you get like an angry customer or somebody has to oh, wait a little longer, forget about it. Yeah, people are you, just... get, you get an angry, you get an angry customer. If they, if they, if I don't let them in, cause I forgot to bring ID, I'm like the worst enemy of the world and the enemy of the state. You know, if, you know, I, if I, whatever it's, 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 uh, if I cut them off because they're drinking too much, you know, God forbid, I'm just like, you know, where, where, where this, where that I'll never go there again, blah, blah, blah. So it is what it is, man. You got you got to have thick skin in both our businesses, right? You got to be able to, to, to take it. We already know, like you, you know, no matter what you write, half the people are going to love it. The other yeah. half are going to be pissed off about it. It's the same thing. No matter what I do, so it's gonna, so most people are going to enjoy. Some people are going to be pissed at it. So uh, unfortunately, you got a job to do. I got a business to run. I got 33 employees that I'm responsible for. And, uh, you know, it's not easy. And, and I, we make the best decisions that we think is you know, what's best for us. And hopefully it works out. Right. Yeah. And it's funny to hear, uh, you know, it's been a while since I've been a regular at the, at the dew drop, but I can attest to the fact like Jay has patience. <laughs> I mean, uh, it's hard to get under Jay's skin. And I used to try, I mean, you know, you get bored sometimes. Let's see if we can mess with Jay. You know, there's all kinds of, you know, he, he put the, uh, if you look through all the Valley Indie donations at donate.valleyindie.org, but there's one a donation that just says ketchup thief. And that's a Jay will never. Although I was telling the guy Spears, I'm like, Brian, this is the best marketing thing that ever happened to the Valley Indie. That one time you, you were accused of stealing ketchup. It comes up every year. People <laughs> wonder about it when it shows up on our donation. It's great. It's probably making the Valley Indie money at this point. Yeah. I mean, we're a nonprofit, but you know what I mean? It, it, it's hitting yeah. us. It's head, we're heading towards goal. Yeah. Uh, how, how about Jay? Uh, in terms of, oh, here's Tom Harbison. We got a comment from Tom Harbison. Uh, his family owns IDA right across the street from you. That uh, yeah. make the okay. You know what it is. Uh, you, you know you know your neighbor. He says uh, Dewdrop's a good neighbor. Construction materials are going to continue to be high. Good luck in your plans. P.S. Get ready for a bunch of contractors in the area once the high voltage wires start to get replaced first phase is between Ansonia and Derby substation. That's right. There's this giant uh, project United Illuminating is undertaking. You know, those the high tension wires that go across the Housatonic, basically yep. right by you, they're going to yep. be replacing them. That's all getting replaced. So it's like this massive infrastructure project that's going to start okay. soon. So well, I'll be looking forward. I'll be looking forward to it. Sell those, sell those guys some beer. And like uh, speaking of beer, now that I brought it up, I mean, has the price of Bud Light uh, gone up? That's what I want to know. Uh, you know, it maybe craft beers, but what about Bud Light? Not everything. They're everything. Bud Light, Mick Ultras, Coors Light, they all gone up. Coors Light? Yeah. Oh, that's un-American. Yeah. Yeah. That's not even a real beer. Yeah. And that, oh, okay, thanks, Snob. <laughs> all right. Sorry. I forgot you're from Bronxville. 
You know, I uh, not from Bronxville. I don't know where you get Bronxville from. Right? Where I think you, you make Scarsdale? up a different place. Scarsdale? You make it every time we talk. You make up a different place where I live, and I know that you. I know that's that inside joke that you got going. I just shake my head. With it's actually good because I I rather people not know where I live and where I'm from anyway, except for people right. I grew up with. Hey, you know, Jay went to Sarah Lawrence. All right, yeah. so uh, <laughs> money earned in Mount Vernon. What was yeah. I going to ask you? Oh, I just totally, I, I just totally, uh, how about, oh, the Route 34 project is, is now underway uh, yeah. in Derby. It's a, it's a great thing for the city of Derby. Yeah. Um, I, th- I think that uh, myself, I mean, any business, any person, I mean, any business, any person has been looking forward to this for, I mean, me and, my, me and Ken and my wife were laughing about this the other day. One of the reasons why I even bought the Dewdrop is the very first thing that I seen when I, drove into Derby was the big billboard right over there by the Derby Shelton bridge. That hasn't been up in years. It was, this, you, it was probably before you even got here, Eugene. I don't mean, I'm not even sure when you got here. Um, but, uh, and it said the upcoming Derby, and it was this bright, beautiful picture of what Derby was going to look like. And it was seven, 17 years, 16 and a half years ago. So I've been waiting for that to come true for 16 and a half years. I'm happy to see, uh, you know, uh, the mayor and his, uh, staff, um, and, and even staffs ahead of them get out there and fight for it and work for it. And finally, it's going to begin. It's going to start. It's going to take time, but I think it's a great thing for the city of Derby. It's going to bring in uh, a lot of, I like the ideas that everybody's bringing. It's not too much. It's just enough for a small city, which is perfect. Um, bring in some extra tax cash in the future, some extra businesses, you know, some extra traffic, and we're going to need that extra space. And uh, I look forward to it, you know, for now. Yeah, we, I know, had on... I had on Rick Dunn of the Naugatuck Valley Council of Governments. He's the executive director of that thing. And they've been a key player in shepherding the Route 34 winding project through the various bureaucracies for yeah. a decade now. Yeah. And he was saying last night for anybody from Derby who might have missed it, you know, they're, they're, he is saying he's like, look, and he lives in Derby. He's, he's born and raised here. So he's saying there is like, you know, you hear concerns that, oh, at the end of the day, it's going to be uh, like the other side of Derby. It's going to be like 34 over near the big Y, like it'll be a highway. And he's like, I'll have to move out of Derby if that's the case. He's like, yeah. it's going to be a wider road. Traffic will move better. But he's he's like swearing on a Bible. It'll still be pedestrian friendly. So that was as of last night. Uh, Rick. Yeah, Dunn I mean, it, we've, saying we've that. seen we've seen I don't think anyone. Has, I don't think there's anybody trying to hide anything. Right. Everybody's kind of seen plans of and ideas of people. I haven't seen anything that's, you know, concerning. Um, and obviously there's some concerns, you and rightly so there, there should be, but for the most part, I haven't seen anything too drastic. That's all of a sudden going to completely change uh, the landscape of Derby. So, we'll see, you know, I don't know. We'll see. I mean, I got, it's good. It's a two three year project for me and, and more when you, you start including everything that's going to happen around it, right? Because it's only going to bring new businesses and, and new construction in. So, I, I mean, to tell you the truth, I hope I'm retired by then. So I'll let someone else have to worry about it when this is already. And then uh, one thing I wanted to ask you about also, Jay, I mean, uh, you know, I, I was a, I remember I, I was going to the Dewdrop right before you bought it. I remember it under, under the previous owner. I remember you showing up and kind of, I remember like you, you were, Oh no, there's the guy that's thinking about buying the bar. So whenever that was, that's our, our history mm-hmm. together. Yeah. Uh, I was the guy in the corner. Uh, and then I would sometimes uh, I learned really quick. I, I still would do it all the time. Uh, you know, I was working from seven to three at the news times at Danbury, right? Those were my hours. So I would, I would hang out with the dew drop starting at three o'clock every day. And I'd play uh, Irish music on your juice, 
jukebox all the time, <laughs> which would drive people nuts. Uh, but, you know, the, to see the dewdrop just take off like a mushroom cloud uh, in terms of sort of riding that, that craft beer uh, that when that first uh, came on and then Derby yeah. became this destination place for people and still is with Bad Sons yep. and uh, the hops company across the way and the dewdrop. Yep. Now, uh, how are things uh, in terms of uh, of staying, I guess, relevant for lack of a better word, as a bar, is there? Do you have to still make changes all the time? Uh, are the tastes change? Do, do they change? Or are they all? Uh, is everyone just like me and uh, totally basic? No, I'll, I'm gonna. Before I get into this, I love when you say relevant. I love it because I, I and I'll explain it. But first, I'll say this: I remember everybody doing it. The funny part about the dewdrop is that. The craft, I was one of the first bars in that area to bring in some, to go, to strictly push the, the craft beer at the time. 75% of the beers that are in Connecticut aren't even around anymore. I mean, I'm, I'm sorry, let me take back. 75% of the beers that are in Connecticut weren't available in Connecticut when I first bought the Dewdrop, right? 16 years ago, even 12 years ago. And Connecticut has just grown, oh my God, exponentially. It's, it's insane. Not only from bringing it started, bringing it outs outsourced throughout the States, throughout the world for that matter, but now. Connecticut locally is just like unbelievable right now when it comes to breweries, distilleries, farms, it's wineries. It's insane. So that's, so that's a good thing. But the, at the craft beer was actually more popular a little bit before the wings were at the dew drop. It, it brought in a really cr a crowd that kind of like coincided with the wings at the time. So it, that's how relevant the craft beer was for me, at least, you know, in the dew drop um, as far as staying relevant. I always say this. I talk to a lot of business owners. I go, there is never a day that passes that I don't continue to trip the, I don't continue for my business to be relevant ever a day, seven, 16 and a half years. Um, I've always, I tell everyone, you have to be relevant. However it is to be relevant. That's, you have to figure that out, whether it's changing your menu, adding flavors, whether it's something like this, talking to, you know, getting your face out in the public, which is what I find myself doing more over the past few years. Uh, now that the business kind of, you know, with managers and they're able to do with it, you know, can do the way I want them to do it. But you have to stay relevant as a business. You, you can never just be satisfied with what you've been doing and think that it's going to last because the truth of the matter is the harsh realities of business, they're for everybody, regardless of how successful you are. The Dewdrop, it could, has been, the top for many years now, for the past 10 years now, to be honest with you. But at any given moment, I could drop to the bottom and lose everything that I've, I've ever worked for. So to me, every day I wake up and I think, okay, how am I going to stay relevant? Me and my wife and my staff, we talk about it all the time. What's the next big thing? What's the next flavor? What's the next food item I'm going to bring? Part of that is keeping, you know, keep in touch with the things that are happening throughout the world. You know, I'm always reading things in articles, papers, the internet with, with uh, bigger markets like New York, California, markets like that, that are usually the first to try new trends, new foods, new this, new drinks, new outlet liquor, everything, new, new beers and stuff. They usually tend to be the first around. So I'll pay attention to those markets, see what's happening, try to be one of the first around here to bring it in, give it a taste, see how it's going to go, see how it can blend it in with the, what I do at the Dewdrop. Uh, so, you know, staying relevant, it's just a matter of like figuring out how you want to stay relevant in a business, but always never under never underestimate it. Never think like, okay, 
I'm good. You know, I'll never say, okay, business is good. This is what I'm known for. And this is what, you know, this is what I'm going to do. It's great. It's great to be known for that, but there's always room uh, to be better, to, to increase revenue uh, and to keep moving forward. So the new, the next, I mean, shoot, I'm there, what, 16 and a half years, Eugene, that's a generation, you know, the next generation of people coming into my business who know nothing about my past there, right? Know nothing about the old do drop. They're just here now in the present. So I have to prepare for that by staying relevant as best I can. I mean, one thing just just as a personal observer of you uh, at the do drop, and, and, and again, like, I mean, uh, my frame of reference is uh, is old at this point. I mean, I, I'm 48, but I always liked, even as the do drop became more and more popular over the years, it was still, you could go in there uh, at four o'clock, five o'clock, six o'clock. It, it was still a neighborhood bar. I yeah. never felt unwelcome because sometimes you can go to places and, you know, it's you don't look a certain way or whatever. You're not a certain age. It, you know, you feel like a like a creep in there, like a lurker. Mm-hmm. But the Dewdrop somehow manages to mix all kinds of different people in one place. And, uh, and I, I, it all everyone always feels welcome, which I guess I don't know if that's by design or just the, or just the way the place is. No, uh, that's listen, that's something that we worked on through for years. You know, I mean, like you everybody should feel welcome. Right. And especially in my business. I mean, this is the, this is a bar restaurant business. You rely on people to come into your doors, hang out for a couple hours, forget about, you know, what's happening outside there in the world. You know, my, my job is to bring you into our realm, our, our vibe, our atmosphere and to laugh, right. And speak loud and meet new people and forget about your bills and the issues going on in the world and everything like that. That's, that's what our job is. And I, I always tell people we're in charge of that environment. I've always been in charge of that environment. So has my wife, so has my staff. And, uh, you know, we work very hard on it You know, there's a lot of little policies that comes along with it. A lot of decisions that some people don't understand, uh, especially people who've never been there. Um, but, um, you can't, I'm sorry. My daughter wants a donut. Go ahead. Bring it with you. Um, <laughs> How old's your daughter now, Jay? I don't mean to interrupt. Say, say oh, she is. Hey. Say, say hi. hi. How's it going? Hi. How are you? Good. I like, I like your dad. He's a good guy. We go way back, sort of. How old are you now? Six. Six, Six and a half. Oh, wow. Holy cow. I'm only 10, so I know I look a little <laughs> older, but I'm 10 years old. Hey, I, I saw you guys on TikTok, by the way. That was pretty oh, cool. I caught that. Oh, uh, yeah. There's not, well, you know, nothing like a 50-year-old man doing TikTok, but I, when your six-year-old daughter says, let's do TikTok, it, it I've, I've been escaping it because my wife's been trying to, to get me to do it for years. I'm like, get, out, get that crap away from me. You know what I mean? But th- my daughter was only four at the time. Two years later, she's six. So she kind of, you know, gets it now, and she's like, let's do TikTok. What am I? I can't say no. So here I am doing t- The funny part is I've never even seen it yet because – I don't have TikTok, so like we just made the video and posted it, and everybody else got to see it, but I haven't got to see it yet. Yeah, I, I, I my wife had just because my daughter is like, I mean, we've got her off TikTok because she's like, just she's a whole, I mean, she's trouble. My, my, my daughter Emma's trouble. <laughs> I don't know, she's, she's around. I, I look, I'm looking around because she might hear me, but uh, my wife is, oh look, uh, Jay's on, uh, was, was on TikTok, and it's, it's adorable. And your daughter is. is so intent on doing the dance, it's, it's pretty adorable. It so it, it's pretty cool because I was hoping it was just going to be you, and I was going to just like like play it uh, and, not, and not tell. Yeah. But no, yeah. it's not, it's not that type of video. So once again, you foiled me, Jay Carlucci. I've taken a lot of heat for it. Believe me, a lot of my 
<laughs> all my friends I grew up with, like, oh, look at you, Jay Carlucci doing TikTok. So that, I've taken a lot of heat. I'm going to continue to take it. So it, it's all good. I love it. Yeah, though. I love it. And the dewdrop. I mean, the dewdrop. I, I just know uh, we had Ethan a couple of years ago. You remember this? You, you made the suicide swing yep, uh, yep. wings for Ethan. Right. Yep. So as part of a fundraising effort, for which I'm grateful because Jay's been a longtime supporter of the Valley Indy. So Ethan Fry was a reporter at the time. He's now at the Connecticut Post. He's a he's a court reporter, but he's like, OK, I'll try the, the wing challenge. Now, at the time, I had no idea that there was this in, in terms of relevance, that there was a subculture out there of eating wings. There's that show Hot Ones. I had no idea about any of that, that there's competitions for wings. I was completely mm -hmm. oblivious to all that. So because uh, I was so struck because Ethan used blue cheese or something like yeah. that to lessen yeah, it yeah. and how angry the dewdrop patrons got who are all over <laughs> our wall. I was like, guys, we're raising money for nonprofits here and charities. People just you can't nuts. use blue cheese. Yeah. But now I realize I'm like, oh, now I get it because I'm, I'm sitting there like arguing with people. I'm deleting people. I probably banned half the dewdrop fans from the uh, Valley Indy at that I point. I'm just going to say this. I'm just going to I'm going to say this because I can because I'm lucky to say this, but People in Connecticut take their wings serious, all right? And I'll tell you right now, as popular as pizza is, the wings in Connecticut should be more popular and are better than any state in this country has, to be honest with you. There are some fantastic wing places. There are a lot more wing places in Connecticut that are fantastic compared to pizza places. And I know that may sound biased because I'm a wing guy, but you, 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 if you think about it, they're all over the place and uh, they're so popular now it's insane everybody wants them everybody's doing them now everybody you know dewdrop isn't the only place anymore that does these fancy wings now you could go to anywhere anywhere now and everyone has these unique flavors these beautiful flavors it they taste incredible it's simple bars pizza joints do them now and there's no end in sight with with, with it um i've seen fan restaurants like legit fancy restaurants now have them on their menu because they're that popular and that likable um i think that you know obviously i think the dewdrop was one of the, the one of the places that took it to the forefront we we pushed the the button we pushed the limit and we were like you know what no we can do something you know fancy with a chicken wing and uh and and get uh popular for it and, and we did and now a lot of people are, are doing it a lot of people are following it and i think it the wing game is no joke. I mean, there's Facebook pages, you know, the wing out of guys, I'm sure you heard of, or if you haven't, a lot of people. I, know I've encountered guys. those guys. Yeah. 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 You I mean, something... they're on there. They got, they have people, their site is filled with people, not only throughout Connecticut, but throughout the States. Um, It's that popular. Now we get constant calls from everyone to show up there, to do this, to come there, come here. We're, you know, we are, you know, we have now, we have, you know, in the food game, you do, you see these YouTubers and TikTokers now. So, you know, that's so popular. And you see so many of them come to establishments now um, just to talk and eat wings. Um, we were just on TV, you know, Dewdrop was on TV in the cheat day USA with uh, Robert Irvine. And, you know, I mean, like you think about it, here's a national television TV show that's talking about crazy food from one of the most popular restaurant entrepreneurs in the world. And here they are, little Dewdrop in in Derby, Connecticut, all talking about chicken wings. So uh, I'll sit there and say chicken wings, you know, pound for pound over any food in this state. And rightfully so, to be honest with you. Yeah. And you know what, Jay, maybe that's a good note to end on. There's the leave button. All right. I don't know. Listen, I'm not very technical. Okay. <laughs> this Hold is on. my favorite part every year is just, <laughs> I just watching Jay.
He's going to be here the next I, 20 minutes. Yeah. See, by the time I click the button and get to the leave, it disappears. All right, I'm on it. Goodbye. All right, see you. For hundreds of years, we brought you the news. For the info, we gave you the clues. Owners' profits were always sky high. Changing market now threatens our lives. Post literation, critical reading, dumbed down nation signs have been breeding. TV sucking ideas from our head. Public discourse just about dead. We'll ride the dinosaur. Yeah, ride the dinosaur. Our readers are in the opens each day. 